Gentlemen, to the Vinnie Eastwood Show, broadcasting live on Republic Broadcasting Network every Sunday at 4 o'clock Eastern. That's Monday at uh, 9 a.m. It's like a 9 to 5 job. I'm just going to migrate all the way to the phone. I don't even know where my phone is. Somebody's freaking texting me. It's probably Ralphie. Ralphie, just... It's it's it can sometimes really bug me when I'm on the radio when you text me to tell me how many listeners are listening. Like it's irrelevant. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate the efforts though. Okay, so uh, today we've uh, had a another no show. It was the no show last week as well. Doc Peter. So unfortunately, if he wants to come on again, I'm just going to say I'm sorry. I'm not showing up. Um, so we've got Sarah Smith instead, who's uh, one of the sponsors of uh, David Icke and Iconic. And uh, we're going to be talking about past lives and uh, all sorts of cool stuff. She's a very uh, nice lady. Um, and a little bit of housekeeping as well. Just got information from uh, the man, Billy TK, uh, that you're going to have to give me one second, guys. I'm going to grab that phone and stop Alfie from texting me. 22 unique listeners thank you ralphie okay so uh river of lies the new zealand scamdemic and investigative documentary ladies and gentlemen is finally uh been finished you know nobody even thought it was possible but it's actually being finished now i think as well um what was billy talking about earlier how there is 
a number of things left to go on that pumpy. So when we're looking at it, it's going to be, I think, almost finished, would you say? I, I, I'm not 100% sure exactly the nomenclature here, but when we're talking about this uh, documentary, it's just so huge in its scope because, you know, so many people have made documentaries about this, that, or, or the other, but uh, this is the one that's really talking about the entire uh, story, right? The whole picture worldwide about what happened during those few years that we were all locked down and separated from our families and being treated like criminals. And I think Billy's a, uh, well, we'll see uh, what kind of a filmmaker he is. I, th I think he's uh, he's reasonably good. He's done lots of work in, in the past that's uh, proven to be uh, reasonably successful. And he's got, he's got a lot of... Um, really good uh, skill and talent and a lot of uh, incredible uh, interviews as well uh, with this documentary here. So hopefully it'll come out and be really, really nice and entertaining and uh, fun and, and cool to watch as well as scaring the living heck out of everybody. How am I still getting text messages when I'm on flight mode? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Man, I swear to goodness sake, I, my life is just, it's in the gutter. It's in the gurgler, mate. It doesn't, every time I wake up in the morning, there's, there's, there's bad stuff coming my way. Before I go to bed, there's bad stuff coming my way. If I'm, if I'm trying to have lunch or something, there's bad stuff coming my way. Every day, it's freaking relentless. It's just never effing ending. And I'm sure that I'm not the only person that's in a situation like this where you, you wake up in the morning and there's something that really makes you upset. And it just continues. And it doesn't get any better. It just seems to get worse. And you want to escape. And you don't want to have the, uh, the stress of it and, and things of that nature. You just think, it's gone. I'm free. Ah, wouldn't it, that be great if you could just say that it's gone and I'm free on a daily basis just to make yourself feel better, just to give yourself the impression that this situation that you're dealing with isn't there anymore and that you're truly what seems like for the first time ever weightless, like there is nothing on your shoulders, no monkey on your back, just gone, and you're free. Ah, wouldn't that be a wonderful world that we lived in where we could just wish something away and it would just get better or disappear? But that is not the world that we live in. The world that we live in, that uh, that thing's going to be back, you know. No matter how long it's gone for, or no matter how long you ignore it for, it's going to be back, and it's going to destroy your entire world, piece by piece, and make you feel like you're being pushed further and further into a corner. And you can't reach out and get any help because people don't understand what you're going through, or they're actively on the enemy's side. 
this world has gotten bad, ladies and gentlemen. You know, down here in New Zealand, mate, it's just, it's just the worst. We had a statistic released, I believe, by Massey University not too long ago saying that up to 36% of the New Zealand workforce has either left for Australia already or they're thinking about leaving the country. We had 12,000 people in July alone leave to go to Australia. They're sick of it. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm going to get the hell out of this country, you know? go to Australia or the United States or something like that, preferably the United States, do like a little tour and set up shop in Texas or something like that, you know, probably Dallas, definitely not blue Austin. Uh, Ironically, considering the shade of the show. But, uh, yeah, we've got WCB99 in the chat saying, don't leave New Zealand, Vinny. I was just like, what's keeping me here? I mean, I mean, re- really, uh, if I stay, it's kind of like it's going to make things worse uh, for me, my family, whatever. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I haven't left New Zealand in a long, long time. Um, and I'm, I'm just sick of it. And you know, when you go overseas and you don't have any of the comforts of home and you don't have your own culture and things like that, and you, you suddenly feel a bit better about, returning home like it's not just some freaking dreary hassle <laughs> full of miserable people uh and I, I thought one thing that was uh gave me a little bit of a ah well i haven't felt that in a long time uh was ironically bishop brian tamaki for those of you who don't know he runs a church in new zealand called destiny church very successful demands like a 10% tithe off of uh, people, I believe. Um, and has uh, strong ties to the uh, gangs and, and things of that nature, trying to uh, help them out of bad situations. And uh, they turn up to uh, protect him uh, against like trans activists and, and things like that. And you do need big guys to go up against those big guys. Um, and <laughs> we, uh, had him on a live stream a couple of days ago, I believe, talking about BlackRock. Now, those, some of you don't know uh, BlackRock, uh, but if you've ever been to see a movie or uh, watched a new, read a newspaper or had some fast food, or gone shopping for groceries or something like that, the chances are you do know BlackRock, you just don't know that they own all the places where you do all those things. Okay? They're like a multi-trillion dollar uh, organization, and they, like, own everything. Between them and, and Vanguard, it's like they own everything. You know? It's a brutal sidewinder of a vehicle, because what you can do is you can abide by the Chinese attack protocol. Now, the Chinese don't just come out and invade you, all right? Not with ships and and planes and guns. No, they invade you economically. They want to buy out your land. They want to buy out your businesses. They want to send their people into your country. 
get them to operate those businesses. Don't change the name of them and raise their children. Get them to study really hard. And then once they graduate university, get them to get government jobs. Now, BlackRock and uh, Vanguard to the uh, same degree, this is not what Brian Tamaki was talking about on his video, uh, are the ones behind uh, a lot of these implementations of Agenda 21 protocols. So you, you wonder why uh, so many companies all over the country are just in lockstep, even though they're completely different companies with completely different operating procedures, completely different CEOs and so on and so forth. But their shareholders are all the same. Okay, So th that's why they move in lockstep so well with each other. So I remember uh, I was interviewing Rosa Corey, and she was the author of Behind the Green Mask, UN Agenda 21, which I, I think I've lost that book. I don't know if I lent it out to somebody or or, or, or what's happened to it, uh, but it was a signed copy, and she's dead now. I can't get another one of those. Um, so if, you, if you've got it, or if you know where in my office it, I freaking stashed it, you could bring it back, man. Um, important stuff in there. For example, anti-Delphying a meeting. Now, let me give you some context here. Uh, this... Agenda 2030 that people are talking about is what Rosa called a milestone in Agenda 21, okay? And the whole idea behind Agenda 21 is a framework by which all mankind can be put in it and then have the locks closed and mankind will never be able to get out of that framework forever, okay? This means you don't have a car, you don't have private property, you don't have free speech, you don't have medicine, you don't have uh, fruit trees, and, and, and so on and so forth. Everything's GMO, and you've got bugger all electricity. You, you're basically a, a, a world feudal high-tech state where if you, you know how you've got your office or you've got your, um, what would you call it, your home? your apartment or whatever, as soon as you're out the door to go to work and your slave job or whatever it is, and you know, beep, you scan your little uh, uh, post-human self through the freaking doorway with all the highly uh, surveilled mega cameras, and then just as you get down the thing, you bump into another guy who's on his way to your pod, so to speak, to do his work for the day, and then when you come home, he's not there anymore, all right? And, and, and you just go to bed or whatever. So this is kind of like creepy. Like there'll be no privacy of any kind. Mankind developed uh, the need for privacy uh, to fulfill uh, certain objectives, right? Not secrecy, privacy. Privacy is when, when you're just doing something by yourself. Has anybody been hurt? No. Anybody been damaged? No. Anybody been connived at or, or conspired against? No. Okay, well then, you do you, mate. Just keep it to yourself. That's privacy. Now, unfortunately, with the current uh, uh, cadre, shall we say, of people around this world who operate organizations like the NSA, CIA, the PRISM program, as Edward Snowden had introduced, there is an umpteen surveillance measures that can uh, 
uh, attract everything you do. And my guest Sarah Smith has uh, uh, just turned up here. I'll, I'll come to her in just a second. In the meantime, Sarah, I'm so sorry, would you be able to mute out? I just need to finish this point. And what this system is uh, doing is setting up that end-of-the-line cage whereby the education that you might be able to have to, to know what things were before, okay, the elders and so on and so forth, uh, people like uh, Penny Bright here in New Zealand, who a lot of you might not have heard of, but she was just a prolific activist for like nearly 40 years. Um, and so these things will be things of the past and things of the past won't exist for for all intents and purposes they just won't be there and you won't have any reference point so all the children that are growing up in this system will know nothing different than what has been given to them that's the true terror of the situation when we talk about agenda 21 agenda 2030 and BlackRock and Vanguard, who are facilitating the uh, background, the corporate takeover of all mankind. So that's just a wee snippet for you there. And uh, Sarah, uh, if you're uh, there, we can uh, turn on cameras now, and uh, we will see your lovely face again. Are you there with me? I am. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Are you able to flip that uh, phone over onto landscape? Onto landscape. landscape. Uh, let me have a look. Find out about this in just a uh, few moments, uh, folks. Get the uh, technical issues sorted out. Sarah just popped in for us at the uh, let's see. absolute last minute. So we'll have to uh, uh, bear with them while we get through this. So I think also um, it's important to note uh, when it comes down to uh, the world that we're living in is that these these things may be scary, uh, but you don't need to let your fear control you kind of thing. It's bigger than you and it can do umpteen things to you. Yeah, well, that's sure, but that was the same as yesterday before you knew this information, okay? And you weren't scared then, so there's no real logical reason to be terribly afraid now. Okay, so just chill, ladies and gentlemen. Just relax. Everything's screwed. You're all going to die. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so we've uh, got Sarah now uh, back on the thing. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Hey, how are you? Lovely to see you again. Yeah, it's, it's good to be seen uh, outside of prison. <laughs> Well, thank God, thank God you're out at the moment. There must be somebody looking after you, somebody up there. Indeed. Now, the microphone just needs to come just underneath your chin, otherwise you get a popping sound. There you go. Much better. Okie pokey. So, uh, we're talking about, uh, tonight, I wanted to talk with you about uh, past lives and things like that, and what, what they actually uh, sort of mean, because there's a, a lot of people who've been talking uh, for, I don't know, goodness knows, it could be centuries uh, about this kind of thing, and they get executed as witches, and so, and so on and so forth. What is a past life? How do we all have them? Uh, what do they mean in, uh, in our current life, if that, if that is the case? They say all these lives, it's a great question, but they're all running concurrently, aren't they? So you've got um, the present, 
you've got the past, you've got the future, you've got parallel lives. And you know, sorry, that's my, my wardrobe in the background there, my, my tech people. And so what they say is all these lives are running concurrently as well. So um, w- what we do in my job is the reason we, well, I don't actually bring them to a past life. It's whatever comes up, Vinny. Does that make sense? Because they're being led and guided. I think I was talking talk about that in the last show they're being led and guided by their higher selves and the reason we go do past lives is because when i was being trained with the dolores cannon method she always said interestingly enough the right hand side of the body it's usually this life if they have any issues it comes up this side and the left hand side is usually a past life so when i get people coming to me and they say the doctors don't know the surgeons don't know i've got a pain in my shoulder don't know what happened can't what happens is they automatically will go to wherever the information is. They'll be led and guided to a childhood or a past life. And like, I had somebody last week, this man sort of protected my shoulder. And what happened was he said... Sorry, sir, we're actually being cut off by, uh, on, on break at the moment here, I'm detecting from the studio. So we'll be uh, right back and we'll, we'll continue this uh, discussion after the break. You're listening to the Vinnie Eastwood Show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back in just a few moments. Oh, I feel frustrated. Yeah, oh, freedom won't make it. No, I feel frustrated. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 
1.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vinnie Eastwood Show. It's the lighter side of genocide. Just because we're being exterminated doesn't mean we can't enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point of being killed? The Vinnie Eastwood Show. We're the only thing worse than living in a high-tech global police state run by child trafficking Satanists. It's Vinnie's jokes. Seriously, I'm... I'm going to get the bash one of these days from people who like listen to some of the jokes and just just really hate them so much, you know. And and I would I, I would say that it's justified. My, my very special guest is uh, Sarah Smith, uh, coming out from the uh, the UK out of the iconic studio. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, sure. Very good. Very good. Somebody once said to me, you know, you need a conspiracy ther- therapist, don't you? Because if you don't need, con- if you don't believe in conspiracies, then you need a therapist. So that's what I am. That's why I'm here. Is that My jokes what, uh, are almost as I mean, I was just thinking about this. People are tripping, right? Left, right and center all, all day long. You know, they're tripping on tyranny. They're tripping on fads. They're tripping on news. They're tripping on uh, whatever. And... <clears throat> they're not doing anything of any real kind of like, whoa, nobody's ever done that before uh, uh, sort of thing. They're, they're just coasting through life and, and they're becoming miserable. So it's just kind of like the, the reason why I brought you on and, and uh, thought about past lives today is just we're sort of like wondering how that dynamic works because I haven't, haven't really explored it uh, too much. Yeah, and, and we think of, you know, we think that time is linear. Number one, there's no such thing as time. You know that as well. But we think that time is linear. There's the past, there's the present, there's the future. But it's more like a cycle. And so all these lives are running concurrently as well. And basically, what, what I was saying to you earlier on, Vinny, is that the left-hand side of the body is usually represents a past life. So, so somebody could have been injured in World War One. He was shot in the shoulder and shot in the side. And when we figure out what that life was from, they realize that they don't need that anymore. When we bring in in the sessions, we bring in what we call the higher self or the super conscious they can actually heal that and take it away because people just need an understanding if they believe it or not that those injuries were not from this life at all and i rely on back of the clients and they all tell me it's all gone away they don't experience these uh, these pains or these trauma in the body anymore so it's pain isn't it if you believe in it or you don't 
What does it matter? Some people think it's real. I, I do. Some people think it's a story. I think there was a doctor called Dr. Stevens. I can't remember his exact name. And he actually proved with over 400 children that they could remember their past lives. Like a child was saying he was born in the UK and he was saying, no, I'm Scottish and this is my family. He knew where he lived. He knew the name. He knew all the relatives and everything. So they could actually prove that that child believed he lived another life before. Um, I've also had clients before where I've written out about 20 pages of information the day beforehand, just so I'd make sure the session would go okay. And I'd written down stuff, Finny, like um, Battle of the Somme, different battles they were in. And when I actually met the client the next day, he was a musician and he said, oh, my God, my new song that I've written is called Battle of the Somme. So he had written down stuff. He didn't even believe in past lives. I had written down, too. And all of our both of our information, me and him, they corresponded beautifully. Now he believes. Have we got cut off or are we still there? Or are you just shocked? Guys, my bad. I had to uh, mute things. I got carried away with the conversation. Um, what, what I was saying was uh, that I, I think I believe in, in past lives in terms of uh, I, I think I saw a, uh, a little documentary piece about an Indian boy who was uh, born and he knew the family uh, up the road and uh, all of them uh, and where they lived and what the rooms looked like and everything. And he'd never been there in his entire life. And so, yeah, sure, there, there, there has to be some kind of uh, past life experiences here. And if you're saying that it can cause physical pain because of some injury that you received in a past life, I mean, what kind of uh, psychological pain can people be experiencing from somebody who past life as a slave or, or uh, something like that? Well, I mean, we'll go current lives as slaves, I guess, don't we? That's a bit of an anxiety cause of that one. But uh, I digress. Yeah. Please, please save me. What will happen with some of mine is, is um, they will say, I don't, I, I don't, I want to speak up about what's going on now, but I'm terrified. Now, what kind of life do you think they will have experienced when they go with the information's in a past life? And even if they don't go to a past life, at the very end of the session, I'll say, what is he or she? What have they experienced? And they'll tell me very quickly. They'll give me a quick sort of synopsis of what they've been through. And what they will say is, well, he or she did stand up and he or she was treated like a witch or treated treated really badly they were killed for speaking up and that fear has actually been brought all into this life now but guess what guess what they say now we're all back so they we joke we say the witches are back they, all, all of us are back the people who were killed for speaking out we're all back and it's not going to happen again if that makes sense Yes, yes, yes. It does make sense. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I remember I was looking at my genealogy and uh, the Eastwood family, and uh, apparently one of us Eastwoods died on uh, the Lusitania, the uh, the false flagship that got the United States into war uh, with uh, the well, the World War, right? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place today. I'm not feeling very well, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of—I can't even do my job. You know, I'm, I'm, it's just the worst. Um, you know, and that's that's what the show is, is meant to be. It's meant to be the worst. <laughs> 
but uh, I digress. Again, um, so where is this all heading, though? Okay, so if the witches are back and, and, and all, all of that kind of thing, I mean, is, is there some kind of uh, alignment with this? Because usually if something's uh, uh, really happening, you'll see uh, alignments with other things uh, that are happening. So if uh, the witches and, and uh, all of the people who have been persecuted in the past are coming back, but they're now being embodied by people like you and me and stuff like that, that's the modern truth movement. So we can see correlations if we if we uh, stretch them like that. So that's what you're talking about, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I've been working now, I don't know whether you know, I've been asked by, there, there was a colleague of um, Dr. Mercola, and the doctors and, and surgeons and everything, they're coming to me now and saying, train us, how, how do you do this, can you teach us? And I'm, I'm thinking, well, yeah, no problem, so the doctors and surgeons are coming, they're noticing this therapy and they're coming up to our side as well because they keep contacting me and saying, can you really help us? What? Well, I'm so sorry. Uh, we're getting interrupted by break again, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, be right back after these messages, folks. Don't you go anywhere. So sorry about that. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United States. Cool, anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. What if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite, and if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease Off Drop and Lift? What in the world is an Ease Off Drop and Lift? 
Ease Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The fastest one hour in talk radio. It's the Vinnie Eastwood Show. The uh, network has uh, kindly offered to uh, skip the last break, so we'll have Sarah here for a full 24 minutes live, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Sarah, what were you saying just before we uh, got off to break there? I, I completely forget. I'm sorry. I'm in a, I'm in a bad state today. <laughs> You're you're a new father, you know. You're you're expected to be. Yeah, I had how many minutes did I have to prepare for this show? Five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm telling you that. Um, basically, basically, I'm being asked by surgeons and doctors to train them to tell them what I do. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm being asked by doctors and surgeons to tell them what I do and to train them up. And basically what happened, I think, off the back of that is I have been, I was the most uh, reviewed hypnotherapist ever on the Internet, on Google. And guess what's been happening? They've taken all my doctors and surgeons review. They, they took my reviews down. So, yeah, and we have to celebrate that today because uh, I must be a threat to the establishment. Well, one can only hope. Uh, uh, reminds me of something, uh, Luke. Luke Hurley, a, a guitarist in, in New Zealand, told me once, you know, he sees me outside a bar and, and he goes, Vinny, Vinny, I'm a big fan of the show. Love your stuff, man. Love your stuff. Just with doing what you're doing, do you think you're putting yourself in in danger? And I went, yeah. well, I, one can only hope. Because <laughs> otherwise, what's the point? You know, that's that's exactly. what that's what art or freedom uh, really is about. It's inherent danger. The danger is is what attracts you to it. Once it's, everything's completely and utterly safe, it's boring to somebody who wants uh, freedom and liberty. Yeah, you know, I I and there there was a, I did a couple of shows here, like a couple of really big shows in the UK, and I got people saying. She's a CIA plant. She's come from MK Ultra. She's trying to actually infiltrate and kill people. And I thought that's actually quite a compliment, actually, to my work, isn't it? Now that it's it's sort of gone up to that level because what what we're finding now is people are they're really going on to um, you know they're getting the body healed, the mind and the soul healed, and they're really going on to do amazing things. And I'm dealing with people. That are they were working 
this file CDC and then they left. I was dealing oh, with another person oh, that was so, Sorry, sorry, and sorry. Uh, and all these people are coming to me now. And oh, oh, man, you, you were breaking up a, a little bit there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting these people that had really, really, um, really sort of high um, roles in all of these companies. Like one was former CDC, one told me he was former DARPA. And when they realized, you know, what was good, they sort of woke up and they left and they come and they have sessions with me. So I'm dealing with all these sort of very, very high profile people. And, you know, they're getting ready to go out really change the world that that's what i believe you know but obviously if if somebody has problem with drink or with, with substance abuse or the you know the the body's in pain i have to help them the session really helps them and they go off and they do absolutely amazing things i've had lawyers and everything and uh, so I, I was wondering well when am i going to be taken down and they seem to be going for me now i've, I've got uh, i had over 100 or 110 reviews and now i've got about 70 so i thought wow i'm, I'm pissing people off sorry sorry for the the, the bad uh, language yeah <laughs> so yeah so it, it, it's been a good day normally i i used to get upset about stuff like that and, and now i'm sort of going wow this is getting really exciting now because they seem to be sort of throwing a kitchen sink at us you know people the people like me that do hypnotherapy and you know, I'm, I'm meeting great people like Dr. Mike Eden as well. And he said to me, you're doing great work. Keep up the great work, you know. So it's it's good. It's all good. Yeah. It's all part of the service, as they say. Um, I think uh, it's very difficult to motivate people to want to be involved in, in, in doing the truth and, 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 and helping people and stuff like that, you know. You don't do it because you want to, generally speaking. You just do it because you don't feel like you've got a choice. I mean, I don't feel like I've got a choice. Do you feel like you've got a choice in this? No, I don't, because I believe that before I was even born, Vinny, that this is what I come to believe now, that this is what I signed up for. And sometimes we sign up for these assignments and we just think, you know, I, I clearly was the best person for this, this role. And... um you know, sometimes I feel very, very honored. Sometimes I think, why was I given this much, you know, responsibility and everything to do this? And, but, and, you know, because we're sort of bringing the, trying to bring the establishment down and bring big pharma down and everything. So it is a big role, big responsibility. But I definitely think it's what I signed up for, Vinny, the same as you. And y you, you know, and it's, it's almost like you have a voracious appetite for knowledge as well and learning. And we, we just have to move forward, don't we? In, in, in this 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 sort of role we've been given, what we're doing. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the voracious knowledge. I I think it's like you get to a point or a level where the ordinary conversations that ordinary people have are just not worth your time. Your brain just doesn't operate at that level anymore. You just zone out. And I, I think I'm being rude, really when somebody starts talking and I think maybe it, it takes five to six seconds or something of them talking before I figure out whether or not I need to know what they were talking about, whether or not they're interesting to listen to, whether or not they've got anything worthy of my time. And the vast majority of the people in this world, you know, is just like, no, they really don't have much to offer me in the, in the way of what my intellect is looking for. You know, something I can sink my teeth into, something important, 
you know, something meaningful. That's what I'm looking for. And yeah. I remember I had yeah. a friend when I, I was uh, I, I, when I was like yeah. 20, and he said to and he said to me, yeah. you know, the problem with you is, Vinny, you always try to have deep, meaningful conversations with people. I was like, oh, Jeeve, I'm sorry, you know. I think, I just think that. Uh, it's it's kind of like you you're on this t- earth for a very short period of time. Why uh, have yourself uh, terrible, boring uh, conversations that you're just going to forget because there's nothing memorable about them? The, the best conversation I had was I was working all day with a client last uh, last week, and then I went for a cup of coffee. I thought oh, I just need a bit of caffeine, and I was sitting beside this homeless man in the cafe, and I bought him a coffee, and he. About Enki and Enlil and Anunnaki and everything, and I was thinking, how do you know he knew so much information, a hell of a lot more than I do? And I was sitting with him for an hour, and it goes to show that even talking to a homeless person is far more interesting and educational now. And even you see people in the, you know, people in parks, you know, they've got a bottle of wine or something and a dog, and they're just sitting there. You start talking to these people, they're far more interesting and knowledgeable than all of these people with degrees, aren't they? And PhDs and everything, because you know what? They know what's going on. It's, uh, what, what was the old saying that you don't have to convince black Americans that the uh, government is, is against them? You know, they know. And uh, why is it always the people that are on the outskirts, you know, the uh, the misfits and, and things like that, who are always the ones who know what's going on? And all of those people that are like in the very top brass and they, they uh, uh, drive their fancy cars and live in their nice homes and things like that, generally no bugger all about anything outside of their specified field yeah yeah they're in the system and when i spoke to this beautiful homeless man the other day called julian he said i can't be in the system that's why so i offered to get him a hotel not a hotel a ymca room the night he said i can't be in the system thank you i can't so that's what they said. They said, we don't want to be part of the system. It's the matrix. They know what it is. And that's why. Now, these people, are they're a bit like me as well. I feel like that too. They never fit in. They don't fit in and they don't know why. They're outcasts of the system. He said his mother, his parents, his family, nobody understands him, of course, because he's going on and on and on about Anunnaki. You know, so, of course, people think he's mad, but he's not. He's, he's extremely intelligent. So these people know what's going on. They can't into society the difference between them and you and i is we can blend in we can blend in only so much they can't so so we feel people like us we feel very awake and aware from a very young age we know we're different we're observers we watch people and we you know we're 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 highly conscious people and i don't think i don't think i'm from here none of us feel like we're from here we feel like we've come from somewhere else come here and we've volunteered 99 percent of us that i've spoken to we've come here and we've volunteered to help people and then we get here and we think oh my gosh what am i doing so we all have a role you have your own gifts and abilities so does everybody else we all have a role we're here to help people and i say to people you know what the really bad news is you're never going to fit in. The good news is you're never going to fit in. We've seen it over the last three and a half years. Why do you want to fit in with this people with their, you know, their face diapers and their, their, you know, their viruses and stuff, you know? So that, that's going back to what you said, Vinny. You've no time for them anymore. 
And it's almost like time is sped up as well. We need to hurry up and get on with our own, what I call our mission, and go, go and help people and do what we can. I'm thinking at this point that this whole mission that we're supposed to be on, let's say, uh, I don't know, put it in a sci-fi context. The reason why I love sci-fi is that it's a, it's a great way of helping reality to be understandable, all right? Um, yeah, exactly. and so, and so let's say a bunch bunch of aliens created a consciousness stream and they and they inserted this into mankind and they had this uh, overall arching intention and stuff like that to to enslave or free uh, mankind and they're just doing it as a little experiment on a little planet that is uh, out in the back reach of nowhere with no uh, faster than light travel so if if the infection spreads or something it can't really threaten anything else but it's just a nice little experiment you know it's just nice and fun and uh, a whole bunch of people sign up to it and they all experience it and it's broadcast live or, or through all sorts of uh, uh, different lenses and things like that. It's like the Truman Earth, yeah. you know? And uh, the the show must go on, right? No matter what's going on, there has to be something interesting happening. And isn't that basically what the media and movies and television are attempting to placate us with is that there's something always interesting very interesting happening somewhere and they got all these people who are like really excited about it and they and they tell you these things and they're just trying to distract you from all the things that are actually interesting and they're trying to they're probably trying to distract us from how much power we truly have as well you know your sixth sense seven which is your telepathy, our connection with each other, you know? And the thing is, we keep seeing things in threes. If you pay attention and you look at numbers and stuff like that, and so a client said to me, his favorite composer was Vivaldi Four Seasons. And I said, oh my gosh, so is mine. Then I went to my favorite restaurant the next day, they were playing Vivaldi Four Seasons. Then I went out last night and there was a busker on the street, a violin from Russia, she was playing Vivaldi Four Seasons, and I thought, are you paying attention yet? They're showing you science all the time. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah. Oh, I it's, uh, it's prolific. Like, just yeah. this morning, I was, I was thinking to myself, man, I've been up for a while, and uh, Rebecca and the baby aren't up yet. And then yeah. the next thing I know, Rebecca's at the door asking me to take the babies. And I'm just like, okay, well, there you go. Um... I don't know. It, it was it was really strange. I was at a um, uh, dance party festival, and I, and I don't know why, but I was like, oh, I'm going to walk over this way now, and I'm going to go get stoned, which is strange because I don't get stoned. I get high. And I never used that term before. And then I ran into somebody who yells out, hey, Vinny! And I was like, oh, oh hey, bro. There's a guy, man, a fan of the show. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, his name was Stone. <laughs> oh, my God. I and it's, it's, the thing is, you always say, this isn't the word I would use, isn't it? I, I closed my eyes the other night. This is quite interesting. And I, this, this split second, I closed my eyes. It was the night before I was doing a session with this, this poor woman. She just lost her son. She, the son had passed away a couple of years ago called Michael. I was working with her the next day. I literally closed my eyes and I saw six, what I saw, thought was saucers, flying saucers. And the next day I said to her, does it mean anything to you? She said, what are you talking about? I said, I saw six saucers. And she said, well, around my son's picture, I have a little altar to him. I got candles with six saucers. 
with, with you know, and I thought that was for her. So we keep getting messages and stuff. And then there was there was a second thing I, I said to her as well. I'll think of it in a moment. And the third thing was on the break, I was eating a salad. And I said, what is this? I haven't eaten these before. I'm quite picky. And I heard a voice saying, they're sugar snap peas. They're really good. You should try them. And I said to her, this is a strange conversation. Does it mean anything to you? And she said, those were my son's favorite food. It was sugar snap peas. So it's stuff like this, that we, we, we are actually getting messages from somewhere. And it's actually so natural. You think you're almost having a conversation with yourself. But when you say it to other people, like you just said, he's talking about the word stone. And he, his name is Stone. And, you know, it's always a, it's always something, isn't it, that's saying, hello, we're here. And then last night we were going home and I saw the sign and it said, never, ever, ever give up. And then somebody else said to me today, somebody said, you know what, you should never, ever give up. And I thought, what? You know, all these, all these things, it seems to be happening more and more and more that we're giving us, we're being given a sign that something is going on. We're not alone. This energy is coming in and we're getting help. And it happens to me every on a daily basis, Vinny. I'm seeing it all the time because I would consider myself to be a sensitive. Yeah, um, it happens on a daily basis. You're right. And I, I thought it was like, this is the signs. Like, for example, imagine you had somebody who covertly was helping you, but they didn't want you to know for sure that you were being helped and they didn't want to leave any evidence that they were actually helping you either and they wanted to have plausible deniability so everybody uh, that you tell that hey there's somebody helping me bro he told me about sugar snap peas you know you'd be like are you crazy mate yeah yeah exactly but have you noticed that it's not about how clever am i it's the fact that this mother is giving her comfort that I said he's happy where he is. He's happy and you, she shouldn't feel guilty about what happened to the son. There's no blame. There's no nothing about losing a child like that because I had no words for her. And all of a sudden I kept saying, "Is this? I think this is for me. I think this message is for you. And that gave her so much. Um, she was just so happy and so content to know that the son is fine. And he's talking to me, giving me all these messages. You know, it gives people comfort, doesn't it? It does. Um, I mean, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this whole uh, idea is that uh, people can go into regressed states or they can regress in life. All right? it, it, it's basically like suffering a wound sort of thing. But a lot of the wounds that we suffer, they're not physical. And so you don't know which doctor to go to and, and they don't know how to uh, put the bone that's broken in a splint, so to speak. And that's why I think uh, the a huge amount of suicide is happening. Uh, huge amounts of depression is uh, uh, going out, anxiety, all, all of these are sort of like mental disorders and conditions and things of that nature because we're, we're raised in a very clinical and secular sense to believe that illnesses are caused by viruses and diseases and, and things of that nature. Well, what if they're just actually caused by your overwhelming toxicity, all right? whether it be uh, physical or mental or, or uh, spiritual, you know? You ever met people who are spiritually toxic, all right? 
and 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 clean them out. And you, you, you like you're talking to a completely different person. Exactly. Uh, somebody said to me the other day to clean the body out, you could drink distilled water and juices, and even worse, uh, you could try urotherapy as well. You heard, oh, you do know about urotherapy because you, you spoke to Andrew Norton Weber before, didn't you? Yeah, that's right, you know, and uh, people are, are really into that stuff, you know, they're getting into it, they're getting their mates around, getting on the piss. Um. As you do, but I think I think Sarah's actually frozen there, just a just a little bit in a in a in a, in a, in a grand smile that she's got there. We we seem to have lost telemetry, ladies and gentlemen. We have lost telemetry with Sarah. We might have to hang up and call back. And all right, well, in the meantime, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I, I do need to. Um, let people know that oh billy sent me something it was on father's day the third of september the river of lies documentary is actually going to be launched sorry to segue out of this we have sarah back are you back sorry about that that's all good i am back i could be you yes sorry about that yeah don't worry i'm running at one and a half out of ten so it could be worse so (laughs) so you, you had um, an interesting guest on before, Andrew Norton Weber, and he was talking about distilled waters and juices and urotherapy. And then I met another another um, wonderful, wonderful man over here in the UK called Allegedly Dave. And I said to him, I get very, very sore vocal cords. And he said, you need to try urotherapy. And so I actually did try that for the last uh, three weeks. That's very interesting. Yeah. Did you get your girls yeah, around, still... get on the piss? Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Have you uh, tried it yourself? You're no. You have... no. Oh, you're not brave enough. <laughs> I've got um, I've got a uh, Bio 1000 thing that uh, takes all the fluoride and all the chemicals and everything else and then, and then remineralizes it. You know, pissing into my mouth doesn't seem quite as appealing as that. Well, some people pay good money for it, you know? Well, I mean, they're, they're welcome to it. <laughs> I mean, one, of, one of these days, I, I might, I might give it a go. Um, I was just like, yeah. You ever notice that it's uh, when you're in that sort of depressed state, it's difficult to try new things. All right, there's the music. That's the show. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen for uh, uh, chilling out with us today here while I'm going through goodness knows how many personal issues. <sighs> Man, that was exhausting. I'm sorry. That was actually very difficult for me. Really. <laughs> <laughs> what a, a show to uh, go to. Uh, the show on thefinancedshow.com unfortunately down and uh, donate if you can. And uh, check out Sarah Smith as well. Have you got a, a website there quickly to rent off? Yeah, it's www.quantumhypno.co.uk. Quantumhypno.co.uk. Hello, hello. 
Thank you very much, guys. My we'll see you again sometime. And I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilajit literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilajit has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.